Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Paranet Podcast. My name is EJ and I am your host for this episode. In each episode of the Paranet Podcast, we will be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life and more. We will be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you will keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. The digital world. Majority of parents today are saying parenting is really hard. Harder today than two decades ago, with many citing the digital world, technologies as a reason why. In this episode, we will explore the question, is my child ready for a mobile phone? We discuss the factors to consider and share some parenting tips and we will apply in our homes straight away. So let's embark on this journey together. Joining me today is Melanie, a dedicated mom of two. So welcome to the Paranet Podcast, Melanie, and thank you so much for joining us today in our studio. Hi, AJ. Thank you. It's nice to be here and to have this topic to talk with you. It's really great to have you. And for a start, we would like to invite you to share a little bit more about yourself, what you do, a bit more about your family, and most importantly, about your children. I'm a full-time working mom to two children. As you mentioned, Matthias, he is 10 this year. And my daughter, she's six this year. So we actually enjoy just playing games with each other at home and um, playing board games. So we just always discovering new games or I try my best to keep my children away from the TV. Yeah, that's what we try to do as a family. But of course, there are times as a family, sometimes when it gets too tough, we just give them the TV and then let them have their downtime while we have our own me time as parents. Yeah, so that's a bit about us as a family. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about mobile phones, specifically for your son, Matthias, in his use of mobile phone and how you are navigating this journey with him. But before we kick off into those stories and the tips and handles, maybe you could share with us something interesting specifically regarding to technology use probably. So actually, I am not very tech savvy. The techie geek in the family is my husband. So he's the one that's always like, oh wow, do you know about ChatGPT and what it does and all the wonders of it? And I'm just like, oh, okay, I will still stick to my Google, just to Google for things. Yeah, in our family, my husband is really the tech geek guy. And that also comes with him being a gamer. So during our time as when we were dating, he, he was very into gaming and stuff like that. So that was something that was very different from me because I don't play any games. Even now, when we play games on our mobile phone, he plays like the strategy games and like the shooting games. But for me, maybe the most advanced game I have on my phone is Pokemon Go, which I downloaded for my son because he loves Pokemon. In terms of technology, that's where I'm at and where my husband is at. And for me, technology is used to get discounts, like, you know, maybe like Shopee, Lazada, or like, oh, download this app, get $5 off. Yeah, that's, that's me. And that's my most technology savvy thing that I do with motivation. Wow, I think this is what you've just shared is probably a very big encouragement to many of the parents who are listening in, just in case for anyone who feels that you are not so tech savvy, like what Melanie has shared, be encouraged because there's still a way to work around it. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe you have to get yourself geared up and to know more about all these digital and techie matters so as to connect and engage with your children. Back to our topic today, mobile phones and specifically about your journey with your son, Matthias. 
Matthias. I do understand that you have a very firm stance on not giving Matthias a handphone until he's 13 years old. So maybe you could share with us, bring us through that thought process, your journey. What led you to this specific decision regarding not having a mobile phone until age 13? We did have this strong stance for quite a while, actually. I think because sometimes we also see when we go out for dinners and meals and, you know, we see families not really interacting with each other, but everyone's just on their phone. So I'm guilty of it because I'll be like checking my phone, checking my emails or like checking stuff and then realising that, oh, my kids are just like staring blankly at me. So that's when we realised that, okay, maybe it's too early for a child at Matthias's age then to have a phone. So that's when we thought that we'll make this stand and we, thankfully my husband's on the same page with me. So you know like with kids, they always try to test boundaries and push boundaries. So we just also felt that if we gave him a phone, it will give us another area of challenge in parenting. It's another thing that we have to control, another thing that we have to keep a close eye on. So that's when we had this stance that, okay, until he goes to secondary school when he really needs it. So we just wanted to really prepare ourselves before giving him the phone, not just like giving it to him. Because a handphone is not really like a normal toy or like Pokemon cards because like Matthias likes Pokemon. It's not something you just give and you don't have to do work before or after. So we did view it as like giving a phone as like giving him Pandora's box because we never know what's inside or what it opens and what it entails. So we did want to like prepare him and prepare ourselves before giving him a mobile phone. So we also did like talk to friends and you know some of them said that oh you know before we gave our child a phone we draft out a contract with the child. To kind of like say, oh, what are the hours you can use, when you can use it and everything. And we did think like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, it's really a clever thing to do. And then we actually did like, so my tech husband went to go and search ChatGPT for a contract. Uh, and we did got uh, our friend to send us like the template also to try to like work with it. And we were like working on that and thinking about, okay, how are we going to get to it? And then we realised, when we checked back with that friend, we were like, hey, how's it going? And then the friend said, wow, it's really tough. It's really tough to stick to the contract as a parent and a child. So yeah, that just brought us back to like square one. And then we were just like, okay, this is too difficult. Let's just really stick to when he's 13, when we feel that he is ready and we are ready as well. That's how we got to that. Melanie, as I hear you share, it really comes across to me that both you and your husband, you're trying to use this season before Matthias turns 13 to use it as a training ground, you know, to prepare him. You mentioned a lot about preparation. You want to prepare him to the day where phone is probably necessary when he reaches secondary school where it's like because in secondary school everybody uses the phone communication between child and the school they have their school whatsapp group cca whatsapp group so it is probably seen like it's necessary and we can't stop that day from coming but i hear you you are trying to use these few years as a preparation training ground i hear you rightfully so from all the anecdotal experiences you have seen that if this training ground is not prepared well, it will become a serious battleground because you will be fighting and you're tussling mm. with your child over the devices. However, I do have another question for you. I do understand for that your husband and you, you're using this as a training period and you know you want to prepare Matthias. However, the landscape around might not be so easy to navigate, especially amongst Matthias's friends because with the prevalence of smartphone amongst children. So does Matthias ever express to you or your husband that he feels left out, pressured by his friends because he doesn't own a mobile phone. And as parents, how do you address such concerns? Matthias did try to ask me and then try to ask his dad separately and then he even tried to go through his grandmother 
And then, you know, when the grandma changed his phone, he tried to like, oh, what are you going to do with your old phone? You know, so he did try to like negotiate something and he realised that the parents were quite firm on it. So that's like one instance of how he tried to express that he would like one. So actually, I remember when Matthias was primary one, one of his classmates actually owned a mobile phone. So he did try to test water to ask me for one at that point in time. And at that point in time, I was a bit shocked because, I mean, in my head, I'm like, okay, when you're older, I've addressed this much later as a parent, not now at primary one, which was like just seven years old. So I was caught off guard and I just asked like, oh, why do you need a phone? So obviously he won't say to play games, but he just said, oh, so that you can contact me when school ends. At the point of time, I was a stay-at-home mom. So I had a really good reply. I was like, oh, but when school ends, I'm there. Why do you need to contact me? So then it backfired for him. But I think that also did show him that we were very firm on our belief, on what we have said. And I think he also realised that, oh yeah, actually, I don't really need a phone. But now that he's older, like you said, he has dropped many hints, subtly and non-subtly. There was actually once where I think he was upset about something and we were like correcting him about something. And he actually blurted out, you don't even trust me enough to have a phone. And that came out of nowhere and really shocked my husband and I. And that's when we realised that we did not tell him why we were not giving him a phone. We just said, oh, you don't need a phone. You know, we didn't like explain to him about having a phone. That really got us thinking about how we want to have intentional conversations with him and how we wanted to move the conversations to be a conversation rather than like, I say this, you do this, you know. So that was when, yeah, we started to really put more intention into talking to him about it. And another one thing that I felt was really great to help us navigate this uh, situation was that we had like-minded parents that also friends whose kids are the same age as Matthias, good friends with Matthias, that also said, oh, you know, I won't give my child a phone till he's set one. So we're like, great, let's band together and let's all say that this is what we believe. And it's great because when we meet up with these friends, the kids are not on their phones. They are really spending time with each other, playing around running you know being kids like you know not being stuck to a mobile device which was great so sometimes when Matthias does this thing about like oh my this friend has a mobile phone that like, oh but how about that friend they don't have a phone so that kind of like sets the market rate a bit for us so I think that was really helpful for us as we navigate through this so parenting is also really wonderful when it's done in a community you know, when you have like-minded friends, like you have mentioned, who share the same values as you. So as your kids hang out together, they don't feel like they are the odd one out. And parents, we can also encourage one another. One of the other things that you said that really resonated with me, and I'm sure many of the parent listeners would be that uh, taking the effort to explain to your child the rules that you have set up. In this case, you mentioned to Matthias not owning a mobile devices, but the reason behind why. It could be a safety reason, it could be some other considerations uh, due to age or responsibility that you and your husband have thought of. So it really involves, I hear from you, a lot of conversations. And these conversations increase as your child grows older because now they talk back, now they will roll eyes at you, now they will quote many other tricks and reasons just wanting to get, in this case, a mobile phone. So parents who are listening into our parent podcast, remember, as your child grows in years, you need to have intentional conversations with them. In this case, it's specifically about technology, mobile phone. But in other case, there are many other things that we can talk to our children about. What are then some other alternative ways you have found to keep Matthias uh, connected, specifically with his friends, you know, or even the surroundings development without owning a mobile phone himself? 
COVID was quite a tough period for Matthias because he was primary one. So he had a bit of a taste of like socializing with his friends. And then suddenly he went to COVID and lockdown and he couldn't be connected to his friends. Not like us, you know, you can just like text our friends and like, hey, how are you doing? One thing great was that Facebook cleverly introduced this Facebook Messenger kids. So I wouldn't say that it's like foolproof, but parents still need to be vigilant. So this account is actually managed by the parents. The parents will be the one to see who, to accept the friend's request, see their conversations and all that kind of stuff. So that was really good for Matthias because he could connect to his friends. We gave him some like screen time and we said like, oh, you know, you have screen time. He's like, oh, can I do a video call with this friend? And he could do it all safely on this Facebook Messenger app. So that was really good. So he still actually just used it like with his friends. So it's quite cool because sometimes I would get an alert for a video call that was coming in. So I have to pick it up and tell his friend, I'm so sorry, Auntie Mel here. Matthias is not here with me. Yeah, so it's something that he still uses to connect with his friends. So actually, Matthias, we have actually given him a very basic mobile watch last year when he started to take public transport on his own from school back home. At first, he went without it. And then it was more me being a bit worried like, oh, where is he? What time is he reaching? You know, and that kind of stuff. But this mobile watch is a very, very basic watch. So it has like WhatsApp and a GPS and for him to make calls. So that gave me and my husband a lot of assurance because we knew that if he had any emergencies or anything, he could just call us. The reason why we gave him that mobile watch also was when he told us that Oh, you know, actually why he wanted a phone was really to be part of the class WhatsApp group. With a mobile watch, he can, very, very restricted lah, but he's in the WhatsApp group. So since then, giving him that, he has been quite happy with it, even though he can't download games and stuff like that. But I think he understood like the purpose of being connected rather than being absorbed into a device. So that's the ways that we have helped him. Wow, you know, as I hear what Melanie is sharing, I definitely can empathize and understand that both Melanie and her husband are parents who are not super restrictive. They do allow their son, Matthias, to be using technology to play some games, you know, but I hear that intentionality and allowing our children on devices, on certain platforms or on the mobile phone, we still need to stand guard and watch and be very vigilant, as she has mentioned, so that we can know what our child is involved in. And if there's any danger, we could be straight away be alerted and jump into intervention all right, to support or rescue our children if needed. So we've heard a lot from Melanie about how she has been working with Matthias currently in this season, in a sense, not allowing him to have his own mobile phone. But come a day, you will have to give him a mobile phone. Maybe you could share with us, as you've made the decision to wait until your son is 13 to get a mobile phone, how are you preparing him for that milestone? It's really coming really soon, like kids grow up so fast. Like I've shared also, we have a lot of conversations about it. We do talk to him about cyber attacks. This is also from my geeky husband's side. And then the danger of like scams and phishing and like the impact it has. We also sometimes take uh, news articles like, you know, oh, this person got scammed $30,000 and to him, he's quite shocked by it. So it's just having that conversation to say that everyone and anyone can get scammed at any time or people calling up and like getting information from him. And we also then also talk to him about privacy, about what is private and what can be known to others. We are also hoping that this conversation will then help him with social media when he gets on it, 
which I dread, but I think that they would come. Basically, we are just trying to like build a safe space for him to guide him through this rather than him just like jumping into the deep end and discovering the wrong way through like maybe friends or like seeing things on social media and then like absorbing it and not filtering it himself. So I think we're creating these conversations also opening a door for him to come to us when he meets like suspicious things or you know like just to have that conversation with him. Wow conversations and the intentionality behind every of those conversations to better understand your child's feelings, his needs, and also better understand his world, what's going through his mind, his thinking, his peers, the environment that he's into. Parents, as you're listening in, remember conversations, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of intentionality. And in the journey of parenting, it's always like that, right? It's an investment. That this investment into these conversations will reap your rewards in the years to come when you see your child being responsible in his decision-making on social media, on handling video games, so forth and so on. So thank you, Melanie, for sharing with us some of these precious conversations that you and your husband are having with Matthias as you prepare him for his own mobile phone usage in the near future. So many of our listeners here maybe have kids who are in a younger age and they have this question in their mind, you know, whether or not to give their child a mobile phone. And I think that's a question that many of the probably primary school parents, they are thinking about. So what advice would you offer or have for them from your experience? Be open to them. Once again, it's about conversation. Share with them your concerns so that they can see things from your perspective. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier, don't make it like a decree, you know, like I say no means no, but really have that conversation. Share your concerns because that also shows that your vulnerability as a parent also and to show why. And I think kids nowadays cannot take the I say A, you do A. They will ask you why A, why not B, why not C? So having that open conversation, sharing your concern would also show them other parts and then they can all piece it together and they are on board with you with whatever decision you have that you have for your family. And when the time comes, they would embrace it well and they know that they can always turn to you. That's something really important to have and very precious to share with your child. Yes, really using this period, this season as a training ground and hopefully it doesn't become a better ground because during this training period, that's when you can assess whether your child is ready because in a lot of the parents that I work with, I've also seen that while the child is using their parents' device, loaning the device from the parents and using it, they are already losing control and I think that is quite a clear marker that they are not ready for owning their own personal devices yet. Using this training ground as a season to have good guidelines, maybe it's about time usages, maybe it's about being responsive when the parent calls and like Melanie shared earlier, it's a good season to also educate them about the potential dangers that this whole digital world that comes along in. However, we also don't want to make them feel like digital is all bad. It's also a good opportunity to educate them that, yeah, there are wonderful opportunities of learning, collaborative engagements that they can utilize technology for as well. All this really, really takes intentionality on the parents' part, you know, to spend time to spend in conversations with our children. Time has really caught up with us. Thank you so much, Melanie, for sharing with us your precious tips, your insights as we talk on this topic of how to navigate through this digital world, navigating first mobile phone and being involved to help our children learn and communicate through a mobile phone in our daily lives. So I believe that all our listeners are going to and will benefit greatly from the handles and the strategies that you have shared today. 
As we wrap up today's episode of the Parent Podcast, I would like Melanie to have the last words. Any encouragement for our parents who are listening in? It would be to trust your instincts and stay true to your family values. Indeed, every child is unique. There's no one-size-fits-all solutions. So embrace those conversations, communication with our children to foster a sense of responsibility. And of course, ultimately, at the end of the day, prioritize the overall well-being of our children and our family too. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, today as we talk about technology, mobile phones, it's a whole new world out there that our children are exposed to with exciting information and sometimes it can pose unknown dangers too. Here at Focus on the Family, we will be organizing an online webinar to help parents to help their children develop digital savviness to understand the impact of different media on children's perceptions, attitudes and behavior. If you are keen to register or find out more about this online webinar, you can head over to www.family.org.sg slash RFRK Screenwise Parenting. We hope you have benefited from today's podcast. And for more parenting resources, do visit our website at family.org.sg. Or you can share this podcast with a friend or parent who may benefit from today's episode. We hope you will keep tuning in to the Parent Podcast to learn and to grow in your parenting journey. Until next time, have a great week with your family. 